Curtin Cade Mornings, not just on the radio. It's a podcast, too. We talk a lot about God connecting the dots in our lives as followers of Jesus, but something happened to me that was pretty special, and it led to a a God moment on the show. And it was the beauty of live Christian radio is really what's on display here. But most importantly, even more than that, is God showing up mm-hmm. in real mm-hmm. life and doing the work. So this, he uses Christian radio. He orchestrates all of our conversations. And Christy Cytek was with us. Um, and I, I, we're going to pick up the story here in just a minute, but it's amazing how God connected the dots so that our paths crossed. Yes, and how he weaves us all together. It's just a beautiful story that I know you're going to take to your heart and and be uplifted for. Okay, so I want to share a story with everybody here. When God connects the dots. Well, everybody who uh, hangs out with us on a regular basis knows that I love good Christian books. And I like to read the old classics. You know, we talk about Charles Spurgeon, George Mueller, Oswald Chambers. We were just talking about uh, Oswald Chambers a few minutes ago. Yeah. We're talking about Corey Tim Boom and some of the great heroes of the faith. Of course, I read the, uh, the new stuff, too, which, obviously, we have a lot of the authors here with us that join in the car, basically, our conversations. And so it, it's just a blessing, but... Anyway, I was looking for a set of books that has always been on my radar, and by that I mean the past 20 years, and they were always kind of out of reach, or I got sidetracked. It's a situation where I'm like, okay, well, I'll get to buying that set of books there. Uh, The set is Expositions of Holy Scripture by the great British pastor, a contemporary of Charles Spurgeon, Alexander McLaren. Mm. It's an all-time classic, 17 volumes. And I'm like, you know, someday, someday, someday. So I continued to build up my library for a long time. And I was driving to work last week, and that's my prayer time. You know, I have a bit of a commute. And I just talked to the Lord. It's just kind of the way it is with me. So I'm talking to him, and I said, Lord, you know what? I really would love that set of books, but they're really hard to find, and they're super expensive, too. If you want me to have these, then would you make it obvious to me? Because I already have so much, and you've given me so much. And see, that's just that's just the way I talk to the Lord. It's like it's praying without ceasing because He's there for us, right? He's always with us. So I'm eating lunch, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm going to mess around on the internet. And so I was looking for this set of books, and I see it popping up, and they're very very expensive. Some of these were in the thousands. Wow! Uh, for a full set, 
And you know me, Kate. We talked about this yes. morning. We had an incident with my books need to be good my books shape. Are my, they need to be in good shape, you know, and uh, and all of that stuff. And I, you know, there's a little bit of grace if it's a used book, you know, to a certain degree. But for the most part, you want them to be nice without bent pages. I know. Here we go. OCD. <laughs> this morning, I had a book I had to swap out with Kate Vance Christie's book. Yeah, uh, we're talking about Corey Ten Boom. Mine was all bent up at the bottom. <laughs> And it was bugging me, and I said, it's going to be a bad day. And she said, don't worry about it. I've got a copy, too. Here, That's I'll right. swap you out. Mine was fine. Anyway. You so got I, it before I went in and started highlighting. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, I noticed, you know, I'm like, okay, well, that's fine when I was doing my search. And then up popped, uh, you know, a, another opportunity. to click. I think it was bookfinder.com. So I clicked on that, and it had the Amazon listings for this set of books. Uh, the book uh, that said I'm I'm talking about here, and there were some of them that were it was an incomplete set or they were all messed up former library. You know that's going to yes. be trouble. Yeah. And then I happened to notice that there was one set, and I'm like, I don't know why I was just really drawn to this set, um, and it it was it was a much better price than the other ones, and I'm like, oh my goodness, let me just check this out, and there were no photos. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to even think about that one. But I couldn't get it out of my mind. Mm -hmm. And I did something I have never, ever done before when ordering something online. I looked down at the person's name who was selling these books, you know, the seller's name. And it said Frostproof Care Center. And I'm like, Frostproof is, that's like here. That's here in Florida. Yeah. I wonder if they can send me some pictures of this set. It's my lunch hour. I'm going to call. And so I did. <laughs> and the nice lady on the other end of the phone said, uh, oh, the person who handles the, the Amazon postings is not here right now. She's at lunch, but she'll get back with you. And I said, cool, that's great. So I get a call back in about an hour and just very, very nice, very kind there, you know, and it's like, okay, well, I'm calling about these books, et cetera, et cetera. I'm over here in Tampa and I'm not too far from you guys, et cetera. And uh, I asked her for the condition of the books and stuff and if she could send a photo and she said yes. And then she said something else uh, during this brief conversation that, that piqued my interest. She goes, you know what? We've had this set of books for a long time. We're thinking about marking them down. And uh, she mentioned that in the price and everything. And, uh, and I'm like, you know what? I just feel good about this. So I pulled out my credit card. And she said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm just going to go in there and I'm going to change the price from what it was originally. I'm going to change the price. And I said, great. And I'll just go ahead and buy them now. And so I could see the price had dropped. I had my screen up, you know, and I was like, this is great. And then she said, hang on a minute. Someone wants to ask you a question, or can I ask you a question? And I said, well, of course. Are you on the radio? <laughs> uh, guilty as charged? Yes. Moody radio? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, there's someone here who wants to talk to you, and her name is Christy, and she is the executive director of the Frostproof Care Center it runs the thrift store where these books are. And Christy, 
Welcome to the conversation here this morning. I want you to share what happened uh, as you picked up and we started chatting. Uh, This was quite the moment, God connecting the dots. From your perspective, your end of the line, you pick up the story from that point. Well, good morning, Kurt and Kate. I'm so pleased to be with you this morning. Uh, Wow, yes, that was a unique uh, day when the call came in. And Kurt, I didn't tell you this part of it, but the young lady you were speaking with was my daughter. Um, (laughs) That's great. You're very sweet. (laughs) She she actually um, put her hand over the phone receiver and said, Mom, I know this voice. I know this voice. I just don't know from where. And so when she, I said, well, what's the name? And when she said your name, I said, Moody Radio. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is a and, uh, I personally have been listening to Moody for over 30 years, and um, it's certainly been impactful to me and my family. And um, so I really do appreciate your morning show um, as it gets me started with my day and, and off to work with all that we do. Um, if I could just briefly share about our care center just to give an understanding of kind of my background as to where um, my story really relates um, in this perspective. We are a place where compassion meets action, truly. Um, So we're not just a thrift store. We're also um, a place where people can come for uh, crisis assistance. You know, if someone um, is struggling with rent or mortgage or utility assistance, people who need food, they need a prescription paid, they need medical uh, voucher to be paid for them, they need medical equipment or clothing or school supplies, hygiene items, uh, baby items, um, holiday food and toys. We're in the midst of that program currently, of course. Um, We do financial counseling, credit counseling. Uh, We do financial classes. We have a savings program. Um, We also um, offer certifications um, and help people get through a certification process in order to increase their income. Uh, We help with job assistance. We're DCF partners helping the SNAP benefit and Medicaid assistance. Um, But most importantly, what we do is want to give spiritual counsel um, and just meet people where they are and be able to minister to them in a way that um, they will maybe come in crying, but they'll certainly leave smiling when they hear the hope of Jesus Christ. Man, and so we're we're talking, you know, and just having a great time and and just seeing the fingerprints of the Lord all over uh, this this conversation, and it was it was quite the moment. And as we were as we were talking, um, I just have to I have to tell you, Christy, it just you were sharing your story uh, of what happened with within your family with your husband, and um, it's kind of like well, it's not kind of like it very much is. Moody Radio, we here were part of of your story, and it hit home for you, and you just started sharing with me, and I was gobsmacked, to uh, to use the British term, of, of how the Lord met you at a very difficult and challenging point in your life, and how, you know, we here at Moody Radio had been a part of that. Could you share that story with us? Absolutely. So I'm going to take us back actually a little ways, but um, my husband, Greg, um, he was what we might uh, put in air quotes saved at the age of 10 years old. But later on in his mid-20s, he started recognizing that he really 
never really understand what true repentance was. Um, you know, he prayed a prayer as a 10-year-old, um, yeah, I believe in Jesus, and Jesus died on the cross for me, but, you know, the, the understanding of what real salvation is, um, you know, at that age, he just, he just didn't quite fully understand that. He recognized that as he got an adult. And in his 20s, he um, began listening um, to Moody Radio. Uh, he was a truck driver at that time, and of course, spent a lot of time in the truck, so was able to listen to um, Moody and just kind of really glean from what was being um, spoken through the pastors and the preaching and and all that was taking place um, during that time. He began questioning God. Is there really a God? Is this God they talk that they're talking about? The God that I've been told about all my life is He really real? And uh, we had many conversations on this, and I just told him, you know, when you seek the Lord with all your heart, He will be found. He tells us that. So start seeking. Um, he was digging in the Word. He was uh, going to church. He was doing all the things that we might say um, do, you know, to in order to see where God is. And God just really chased him. He really showed off in Greg's life at that time. And um, he recognized in 1997, after listening to Moody, listening to pastors, and if I could put a shout out to John MacArthur, because that was his in, in, inspiration um, mm-hmm. of a pastor, um, and he actually ordered his study Bible and really was digging in to his study Bible um, at that time. It impacted him to where he began to hear truth, and once hearing truth and receiving truth, he surrendered his heart to Christ. And with that said, you know, Moody was a big part of that. When you're sitting in a truck for 12, 15 hours a day, and all you're hearing is, and you're gleaning from is, is God and his word and the encouragement that he was receiving, it truly, truly impacted him. And um, for that, I'm so grateful for Moody um, because truly, I know now that my husband um, has security for eternity because you're playing a part in that as well, you know, and we're so grateful. Let's talk about what happened uh, with, it was during uh, the pandemic, it was during that, that whole shutdown period of time. Tell us that part of the story. On August 8th of 2021, um, I became ill that day. wasn't feeling really well, um, really towards the evening. I actually had gone to work that day, didn't have any symptoms. I was feeling pretty normal. Um, by that evening, I just wasn't feeling my, the greatest and had started running fever and, you know, thought, ah, oh, you probably don't need to come near me. It could be COVID, don't know, but let's, you know, use caution. He was a geologist and um, so there were times that he was away and he actually had a secondary job as he was a licensed contractor as well. Um, but he went on and, and on his job and um, didn't hear from him from a few days, but that wasn't totally abnormal. Some of the times with the places that he was working, they didn't have cell reception. Um, so unfortunately, yes, COVID hit the family, um, hit, hit me anyway. The children never did get COVID at that time, thank God. But, um, you know, I'm homesick and he's away and, um, I got a call from him on a Monday that he, um, on Sunday evening had been admitted to a hospital, um, wasn't doing well. Um, but we're, you know, early stages of COVID, um, at that point, they did tell him he had pneumonia, and so they wanted to go ahead and admit him. You know, the first week was was rough, but we thought we're going to get past this. I'm still in bed sick. He's there in the hospital sick, and uh, we thought, okay, all we can do at this point is pray. Just pray for each other, ask others to join in prayer, and trust God that he was going to take care of all things. And um, as we did that, 
he would call me a couple times a day. Um, his He didn't have a lot of air in order to speak too much, but he would call me typically in the morning and he would call me again in the evening. And it was always a one to two minute conversation. It never was more than that because just with his breathing, he just couldn't do it. Um, so every night though, before, before um, bedtime, he would call me and say, honey, have a good night. I love you. And the phone would click down. That's all he could muster up that second week that he was in the hospital. So day 10 in, uh, it was difficult. I received a call that he uh, had been put on a ventilator and that we were going to have to um, ask the family to come in and uh, say their goodbyes. It was to that point. And, you know, the whole time I was praying, Lord, heal him, take care of him, um, bring him home, you know, all the things that we naturally would pray over a loved one. And I certainly was praying those things very intensely. But about two days before he passed away, and he did pass away the 10th day he was at the hospital on August 25th, 2021, the Lord just quietly spoke to my heart in the in, in my bedroom, again, still in bed myself. And he said, I'm going to give him his healing. I'm going to give him his ultimate healing. And so when I received the call that I did, I thought, Lord, is this the ultimate healing you're speaking of? Because that's not what my heart would have wanted. Um, But I also know that we serve a perfect and holy God who makes no mistakes. And I knew at that time that if it was his will to call my husband home, then that was perfect for my husband's life. As difficult as it is to lose a loved one and to have to go through this process, I also know that I serve a perfect and holy God. I cannot say that enough. Um, And resting in that and knowing that when he created him, he knew at that moment how many years he would have on this earth. God already knew that. Um, COVID just happened to be what, unfortunately, was what took him. But the reality comes back to that was God's plan for his life and his journey. And I had to begin to pray and receive that that God makes no mistakes. I have to rest in that and know that, that that was the plan for his life. And um, as, again, as difficult as it was, um, I did not get to go to the hospital to say goodbye. Um, as you know, they weren't letting people in, um, especially during that time, yeah. to the hospitals, although they did say that the family could come in uh, for a short time. Um, but I was still so sick. I could not get out of bed. It was... Um, very difficult. I had a a dear friend who came over and she was actually going to try to drive me and the children over. And, um, quickly I I just, I said to her, I don't know if I can do this. I would try to get up and, you know, go brush my teeth, go lay down, go put a shirt on, go lay down. And uh, just so weak, um, was not able to go. And, um, so my brother-in-law came and he said, I'll take the children if they want to go. So they left um, in the car, and as they were driving, they were gone about 20 minutes. I got the call that he had passed. Um, so I just told him, bring the children home at that point. And uh, as they walked in the door, I said the same thing I've already said to you. And I added, we're not going to be angry with God over this because he is a perfect and holy God, and he made the right choice for dad, whatever that looked like. That was his choice. He chooses life, and he chooses when to take someone home. We're going to rest in knowing that his choice was right for dad. And uh, our family has clinged to that. Um, you know, a lot of people in grief go through different stages, and 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 rightly so. I mean, it's just the process of what we have to go through. But the one thing that I have continually prayed is that God would not allow us to have hard hearts towards him over this. Um, that I had to I had to rest in knowing um, 
that God's choice again was right. And first, Second uh, Corinthians one verses three and four really kind of spoke to me. It says, "Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercy and the God of all comfort." I believe he had mercy on my husband. I don't know what the end result would have been had he come through this. I mean, there could have been a long lifetime struggle of the, you know, what was happening in his body. I, I don't know. But I know God had mercy on him at that time. And because he is the God of all comfort, he comforts us in all of our tribulation that may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted by God. And I, you know, I started saying, Lord, I know this was your will. I have to trust in your will that was right for him. And But show me what we can learn and what we can take from this. Show me how we can still honor Him and the life that He did live. And God just really showed me, you know, there's a greater purpose in our suffering. Um, we never know why we go through something in our life. Um, and I'm sure many of us can say there's been many things we've gone through in our life from time to time, and we're, you know, in that place. And I know with working with the Frostproof Care Center and doing counseling and other things, I see the hurt of people every day as I walk into that building. Um, and, and now I'm not the person on the other side of the desk. I'm the person that that's the client, if you will. Um, and I'm in that hurt seat and to say, Lord, what are you going to do with this? You know, because I don't believe his death was not for a purpose. I believe it was for a purpose. And he, he really showed me um, in much prayer and Bible study and just other Christians coming around me, Things I heard on Moody Radio, you would not imagine the, the, the uh, scriptures that have been read or a story that someone has shared or you know, people that you have on the show that have impacted me over the past two years just to keep going. Thank you for taking some time to listen to this episode of the Curtain Cape Mornings podcast. We always welcome a review with your thoughts and comments, and please feel free to subscribe and follow us as well. Patrick is first up. Hey, Patrick, good morning. Good morning. Uh, my name is Patrick Christian. God bless you. Um, you have really touched me with your story. And um, I've been a Christian all my life. Tomorrow will be my birthday. I've been, I was born as a Christian. In the past two years, exactly around the same time, you lost your husband. Um, divorce hit my family unexpectedly. My wife and I are both Christians. I come home one day and she was gone with the kids. And I came home and that was the most darkest part of my life. And I can't believe it, the most darkest part of my life in the past two and a half years has at the same time been the most peaceful time in my life, which is oxymoron. God is walking side by side with me and taking me through this difficult time of my life because the Bible says His grace is sufficient for us in our weakness. And so God has strengthened me in the time that I'm most weak. I can hear in your voice how much... You have been impacted by your husband. The most beautiful part of it all is your husband sought for God. He found God. And the Bible talks about it is appointed unto us once to die, but did not tell us how we're going to die. And you also came through COVID, unfortunately came through COVID. But God has used the death of your husband to draw you closer ever than before. Patrick, thank you for calling. Amen to that. Christy, I know that uh, you're going to be encouraged by some of these other folks who want to join with you, because you see, we're your brothers and sisters in Christ, and we just want to uh, want to let you know how much you mean to us, and, and the fact that you're sharing this is building us up in the faith here this morning. Let's go to Pamela next in Bradenton. Hey, Pamela, good morning. How are you? Good 
morning. Uh, I'm doing yeah, hey, kind of okay. Um, I just wanted to say I, I, my heart goes out to you. I just actually, um, as of Wednesday, uh, celebrated the anniversary of my the passing of my son. Um, even though it's only it's been twenty two years, it still hurts, of course. Yes. Of course. Um, but it, her. Her words give me courage because a lot of times it's been a struggle to, like the fellow caller, I had been raised as a Christian, but it still hurts. And there have been times I've been angry and not really blaming God, but still not really trusting fully in Him either. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, I would. I was blessed with my son for nine years. He was actually born with severe cerebral palsy and microcephaly, which is a small head. Um, and they never would give us a life expectancy of it. So I treasured the time I did have. Um, but like I said, it just, it, it helped to remind me that, yes, we do need to always lean on him. Pamela, thank you for sharing a bit of your journey with us. And uh, just some thoughts, maybe, Christy, what Pamela just said. Absolutely. Um, and I can say that one thing that, you know, grief is heavy. It's 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 a heavy thing on, on our lives. And I will say that um, what I have learned with my own experience through this, and, you know, I've lost other family members. I've, I've lost friends. And, you know, when it's your spouse, there's a different heaviness, at least for me. And I can imagine your child, um, what that must uh, be like for you. But Heaviness is real and hard, but we must put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And that's something that I have learned to do. When I start feeling that heaviness come, I just start thanking God for his life. Thank you, God, that you gave him things that he enjoyed while he was here. Thank you for the children that you gave us together. Thank you, Lord, for as simple as the sounds, his truck that he got to drive the last three years of his life that he always wanted. Thank you, Lord, for the simple things that you did for him. And thank you for his life that he was able to, um, you know, be, be a friend to others, to be the son and the uncle and all the things that you had him while he was here to do. But we have to learn how to put on that garment of praise, um, because that is when I believe that heaviness is, is starts to be released in our life when we do that on a daily basis. Um, but embrace your grief, Pamela, embrace your grief when it happens, because those moments do rise. Um, but don't, we have to learn to not live in the grief. And, and that's something that's difficult. But as we put on that garment of praise and we, we begin to thank God for their life, we know um, that there is joy in heaven. I know from my husband that he lives in true peace now something he wouldn't have, have experienced on this earth, that he lives in true joy now and that he has experienced the very presence of God. Um, there are times in my life that I would say I would want him back, when, but when I think on those things, I think, oh Lord, I wouldn't want him to have to come back to our earth. <laughs> He's living in, in true perfection before you yes. right now. Yes. What a joy. And we have to cling to those those thoughts and we have to you know, take captive the thoughts that are the negative, replace them with the positive, and allow God to, to really begin to heal us. Amen. 
Thank you, Pamela. Blessings to you today. Merry Christmas. Let's go to Lakeland, and that would be Lori. Hi, Lori. Good morning to you. Welcome to the conversation. Good morning. Uh, Christy, you're definitely an inspiration. Um, uh, you're, you're uplifting spirit. I, I don't know how you do it. I, you're, you must be an amazing counselor there in Frostproof. I wish I, wish I was closer, actually. Um, but, you know, I'm going through some medical challenges, and I have to make a uh, change in location move. And I have no idea how this is all going to happen in the next few months, but uh, I really have to trust God. And because he's in control, and I have to keep telling myself that um, no matter what, I have to thank him for what I have and um, let him take control of that. Um, but um, you're an inspiration with your, obviously, you're, you're a very grounded Christian, and um, that's something that I strive to be. Mm. Lori, thank you very much for your call. I'm trying to get as many calls in as I can. Thank you guys for being super patient on the phones. Let's go to Northport, and that would be Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Um, Just, Christy, thank you so much for your story. And um, my husband and I lost our firstborn daughter in uh, January of 2012. Uh, She was nine months old um, due to three congenital heart defects and some complications that arose um, after she suffered uh, cardiac arrest. And... um, it was a very dark time in our lives. Um, thankfully, our marriage persevered and is actually stronger than ever. And we've been blessed with two more healthy, happy children um, that just we are just so grateful for. Um, but, you know, especially the holidays is a very, very hard time. Um, during that dark time, I was very angry with God. And thankfully, we were also blessed with a wonderful counselor who reminded, reminded us that God was good and that He's he did not cause us that, you know, it's, it's part of his plan, but he's crying with us. And um, sometimes I just need those gentle reminders, and I just appreciate you reminding us that God's good and he's sovereign. And, and it's hard when you you want your child to live, but um, I prayed for her complete healing, and I know now that her she's completely healed up in heaven, and um, she couldn't have the life that here on earth that she's having abundantly up in heaven. And I just thank you for sharing your story and for your positivity and positivity and for just being a reminder of how we need to be as Christians. You're wonderful. Thank you. Oh, yes. Lindsay, thank you, thank you for calling. Let's go next to Winter Haven, and that would be Faye. Hi, Faye. Good morning to you. <laughs> That's fine. Hi, Faye. You with hey, us? Hi, Faye. Good morning. Hi. How you doing? Doing good great. Morning, what would you like to oh. share? I was very encouraging by you, um, Christy. I just lost my husband six months ago and my son and my brother last year. So this is my first um, Christmas without my husband. And last year was my first Christmas without my son. So with the 18 months, I lost three guys. Uh And I was kind of selfish because I felt like, what did I do to deserve to have to grieve and go through? Losing, you know, my spouse after 17 years and my son. And uh, just to hear you today is making me, you know, a lot better because, I, you know, I, w- I just been feeling so down and just felt like God wasn't, it hasn't been there for me. And, and you know, to go through the experiences I have, you know, went through. But I really thank God for you this morning from here. You know, what you were saying, and it, it, it really helped me today. It, oh, 
Well, Faye, thank you for, for calling. Um, Christy, I hope that this has been a gift that we could give you today to encourage you as uh, you can see yeah, the You've good. been a gift to us. <laughs> you've been a gift to us. Really, you have been. And that's why when I heard a little bit of your story, when I called uh, the care center that day, I'm like, we have to share the story with the rest of the Curtin Cape Mornings community. It is such an encouragement, but I'm a firm believer that encouragers need to be encouraged. So I hope you've been encouraged by the few calls that we've taken. There's folks who can't even make it on the air. We have so many calls. I am so blessed. Um, I tell you, I didn't expect that today. So my heart is quite full right now. Um, I just want to remind people what Psalms 46 1 said. It says, God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in trouble. And he is. And if we go down to verse 10, it says, be still and know that I am God. When you sit in your grief, be still and know that he is God. He will take you from this point to a better place in your, in your grief process. And uh, we just have to keep looking up and again, uh, learning to put on that garment of praise every day. And now, to the rest of the story. Yesterday, I received a box of books ah. that Christy sent my way, the 17-volume set that I had been wanting for a long time. And she had a very kind note that was placed there. She had individually wrapped each book to take great care of it. Knowing how I feel about my <laughs> books, this is an old set, like 40-some years old. And wow. it had been, I don't know how long you had had it, Christy, in your store, but I feel like God said, you know what? This is just for you. And Christy gave me those books. She said, don't you worry about the cost. I want to send them to you. This is the heart that she has. And Christy, you've been a gift on many levels. And I just want to say thank you for being a part of our community. God is using you. My pleasure. I'm so grateful that, that God used a book to connect us. There you go. Oh, thank you so much. Blessings. Do you see yeah. how God connects mm-hmm. the dots in our lives? So many times we, we don't, well, I mean, a lot of times he's flying under the radar, but there are those moments where he pulls back the curtain and he says, hey, I just want to bless you. And out of blessing you, I will bless others. Yeah. We never would have had Christy on the show had I not called about that's right. Thanks for listening to Curtain Cape Mornings Podcast. Please take a minute to follow, subscribe, and review us. And no matter where in the world you are, you can listen to us live from 6 to 9 a.m. weekdays on the Moody Radio app.